Okay, so before we begin this episode of the Nerdcast, I would like to encourage everyone that if you are if you enjoy this episode, to share it with all your friends on social media. This way we are able to help grow the community here in Edmonton and keep everyone up to date on the latest news and information regarding the geeky, nerdy people, groups, and events that happen in and around the city of Edmonton. Also, if you or someone you know would like to be featured on our show, please feel free to contact us over at northernnerdnetwork.com. Now, on with the show. Okay, so welcome back to another edition of the Nerdcast. My name is Dan Chessel, and on today's edition of the Nerdcast, we have, of course, <laughs> the one, the only, Chelsea Thompson. Say hello. Hi, guys. We also have joining us today, we have our, our, a very special guest with us today. We have uh, Graham from Almost Infinite. Hi. Hello. Hello. All right. Uh, and this is where the whole show falls apart. <laughs> as I as I try to replug everything back in and uh, switch everything back, because we are super smooth, right? Yeah. Well, All right. it's not. It's your your setup is also getting more and more pared down the closer and closer you get to T minus move day. So yes. We are we are here at the Nerdcast studio. Um, as you noticed, we packed up all the the giant monitors that were behind us earlier. Uh, the minion, he's in a box somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. And, uh, and by Nerdcast Studios, we yeah. mean Trina and Dan's basement, because we're super classy on this show like that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we are we are very very close. We have uh, oh less than a week here left in this place. Uh, which is exciting and um, and scary at the same time, and so we are, yeah. And I'll be in Edmonton in like two weeks, and I'll get to come crash your new house. I'm so excited! I can't it's wait. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, yes. So that's that's sort of what's happening uh, a little bit of what's in my life, but we're just gonna skip that part for right now. And like I say, we like to start off every episode by. Hit, you know, starting off with the really hard-hitting questions. Uh, so, Graham, uh, mm. how was your week? Uh, it's it's been good. Uh, I was uh, just uh, saying, yeah, it, uh, adulting uh, t takes a fair amount of time. Uh, <laughs> you know, hear hearing about your move, and uh, I'm uh, getting uh, married in just over a month. So, <gasps> congratulations! Is kind of, is kind of uh, eating a lot of the spare time uh, that I would have for other things, but. It's it's exciting. Looking forward to it. That's awesome. Now uh, I have to ask: Does your your significant other play uh, games with you? Um, some yes and some no. Uh, she uh, has definitely uh, joined us in the whole like tabletop and board gaming stuff. Yeah, isn't re isn't really into the video games uh, all that much, but yeah, I I don't think I can get uh, Trina into playing. Uh, mini video games on our on our side, uh, but I have got her to play RPGs and I've got her to play like uh, board games and stuff, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, uh, and, and and certainly if I had the choice, I mean, you know, having uh, you know so someone to play tabletop with you like that 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 that's what I would choose out of out of anything else uh, for sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so that's that's awesome. So Chelsea, yeah, uh, I feel like I haven't talked to you in in forever. Uh, well, yeah, I my my week was pretty good. I mean, last week's episode, um, I was away from. You had our good friend Marcus on yep. to chat about some stuff, which was lots of fun. Uh, but I was away for that one. So yeah, it's been a couple weeks since uh, since we've had a chat and a little catch up. Uh, my my weeks have been pretty good. Just you know, working here and there and. 
some days off to try and catch up on some errands and some chores. And um, actually, yesterday I had a super fun day yesterday. Ooh. Um, so uh, as many of our viewers and listeners know, uh, one of my hobbies uh, is uh, stage and screen combat. Uh, and I've talked at length, actually, about a couple of the workshops that I've been to and whatnot. <laughs> and so uh, through the jigs and the reels, a couple of wonderful ladies uh, who I know through Fight Directors Canada and training with them, uh, Nathania and Sylvie, who are friends of mine who live in Vancouver, um, who also do the fighty stuff, um, know a couple of gentlemen who were shooting a, a short film uh, over the weekend, um, mm -hmm. specifically yesterday, they were shooting a big chunk of it, uh, and the gentlemen were looking for some ladies who could fight to join the production, and uh, Nathaniel was unavailable, and Sylvie was unavailable, but they kept tossing out names, and eventually, down the Facebook message chain, my name got tossed out, and I was like, hmm, well, I'm not doing anything on Saturday, and I'm a lady who fights, and fighting people for fakesies is always super fun. Sure. Why not? Why so, not? so yesterday I spent my day on set of um, this Ooh. independent short, uh, Office Nerf Warfare. Uh, so I got to spend the day toting Nerf guns and fake beating people up and dying over dramatically, and it was it was just a ton of fun. Wow. So okay. So. I'm going to have to find this whenever it's finished. So, yeah, when it comes out, I promise uh, I will post it on the Northern Nerd page for all of our viewers and listeners to watch. And you can all you can all uh, laugh at my shenanigans. Um, but it was just it was a super fun day on set. So, yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, so for myself, uh, yesterday, I was supposed to like they wanted me to come into work on the weekend. Um, and I, I had to, uh, politely decline, <laughs> uh, for yesterday. And the reason was because my oldest son, uh, he had a dance show yesterday. He's an amazing hip hop dancer. Yes. Uh, so he had his hip hop dance. Um, now I, 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 I was very close to just going to work and just because money is pretty awesome, but my kids are better. <laughs> right. Uh, and so I, I, I'm so glad I stayed at home and I, I watched him because I mean, my goodness. Now I, 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 I must say right before we begin this, I do have a, a slight bias towards <laughs> my, my, my boy uh, because he is pretty awesome. A, and he's my boy. Uh, <laughs> but I would like to point out the fact that there were three boys. Now, in dance, um, from what I've noticed, is it's 98 or 99% women or girls and like 1% boys. Like, there is like very little. So, in his class, they got three boys. And I don't know how many girls. There's like a half a dozen of them or, or more uh, girls in his class. And so for them, because there's three of them, he was always in the center doing all the big moves in the middle. Like he was definitely the show. <laughs> now, the way it was, the, the, the dance was set up, was that he was meant to be... Uh, sort of like a like a, a player kind of kid like he's like all that you know he's like really playing it up you know with all the ladies and stuff like that dude yeah and he's dressed up like uh as a total nerd which is a super cute uh he's got the suspenders the bow tie like the white shirt and khaki shorts oh it was it was perfect uh and so they're they're doing this dance and at one point the boys had to shuffle off the stage while the girls did their dance. But here's my boy. Now, from what I was told from afterwards that he was supposed to be doing this, but here he is poking his head out from the side of the curtain, winking and waving at the crowd and blowing <laughs> kisses at, at everybody. I'm like... Hamming it up. 
super hammy. Like, I mean, oh my goodness, he was hilarious. I I was dying. I'm like, what is happening with this? And then at one point, he like totally crashes into the into the scene. And like while the girls are dancing, he's doing his own little thing. Like, I'm like, what is going on? Ah, oh, it was great. It was so good. He was so he was perfect. Uh, yeah, like I said, I do have a slight bias uh, to my own my own son, but I mean, he was it was pretty fun to watch. Uh, the other thing we As did as an outside third party. Yes, I will vouch for the fact that Neo is pretty awesome. He is. And if you guys go back into some of our videos, uh, especially for the Calgary uh, Edmonton Expo, sorry. Uh, Free comic book day. He is, comic uh, book day. you can see him as an interviewer and yeah. uh, he's pretty great. Yeah. He's, he's pretty, he's pretty special that one. Uh, so that's that. Uh, we also did a, a, a little bit of a walkthrough through our house, uh, which makes me even more excited uh, to move. Uh, so, oops. Uh, yeah, Good so I'm, I'm super, super happy. Uh, I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm really tired, uh, because of all the boxes and all the, all the packing I've been doing <laughs> here. Uh, and now I've got stuff that I need and I'm like, I have no idea where it is. Uh, and so, yeah, like it's, it's going to be a crazy next little while. That's for sure. But it'll be totally worth it. I, I think so. I think so. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, and and now Trina, uh, my lovely wife, uh, has bailed on me. Uh, she left me tonight for a good cause. Uh, yes. Uh, she left me to go watch Wonder Woman without me. Yeah. So she is uh, out with the ladies uh, tonight. I thought um, on Thursday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm gonna ask without uh, without you spoiling it for all our wonderful viewers out there. What did you think? I enjoyed it. I'm very glad that I went early to see it on the Thursday. I feel like considering the offerings of the DC cinematic universe that have come out in the recent past, um, this definitely raises the bar. I feel like the next movies coming out of the gate from DC are going to have to like really kick it up a notch to sort of keep to play pace, on this level. Yeah, to keep pace um, yep. with what they've set for themselves now. Um, I mean, I have some aesthetic things from the movie where it's kind of like, oh, I wish they might have done this instead, or oh, I wish they might have done that instead. But overall, I really, I really appreciated the story as an origin story. I really appreciate um, the lens that they told the story through, um, and I really think they captured the roots and the essence. And at the end of the day, it comes down to the heart of Wonder Woman, right? Um, and that was really, really apparent in the movie. Um, I think the biggest thing I appreciate and this is something that I read in a review that talked about sort of the difference between Marvel superheroes and DC superheroes. And Marvel super superheroes, because so many of them focus on mutants and, and things like that, that their superheroes are very much flawed humans, right? Yeah. We have Wolverine and we have Iron Man who are, you know, by some measure, potentially ostensibly terrible people um, who sometimes make terrible decisions and do horrible things, right? Mm -hmm. So we have these heroes who are who are just flawed people, whereas DC really, really had its heyday in the Gold and Silver Age comics in the 40s and the 50s, and their characters are very much grounded in those roots of their, you know, Superman and Wonder Woman, who are a demigod and an alien, are very much not humans, they're the paragons of what humans could be, right? The leaders of humanity. What they could live of, up to be, right? What what humans could become if they embraced the goodness that exists in all of them. And so this story really captured those like Gold and Silver Age comic roots of, you know, Wonder Woman as this this paragon that has so much heart, you know, 
striving to be a mirror for what the rest of humanity could could live up to. And I really appreciate that they sort of captured that from the original comics. Awesome. Well, I am uh, super excited to go and check that out. Uh, I really want to go and see that at some point. Uh, we will see <laughs> what what's going to happen uh, in the next little while. Uh, you're, you're not the only one. Uh, my my fiance is also going uh, for uh, like a girls' night out for that. So <laughs> I, I think it's kind of a common thing uh, that uh, I think a lot of women are doing that. A bunch of guys, uh, you know, who would otherwise have dates are going. Hey. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah yeah i know uh I, like my my uh, my friend marcus who was on the show last week he mm -hmm. sent his wife out with uh another bunch of girls uh and it I seems think, to be a fairly common thread but uh, i think it might actually be kind of cool right if, if all of these wives and girlfriends are going in groups of girls i think it might actually be a really cool thing then to create these counter giant clusters of of guys going on their own to mm -hmm. see the movie and what it means for large groups of men to be going together to see yep. this female-centric superhero movie, which I think is a really great sort of counterbalance to all of these women who are going to see it. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I I'm going to go, and I'm probably going to go with Marcus. I'm, I'm hoping so, anyways. Uh, so I'm, I, like, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a bunch of us guys going to see this movie. So... Here's hoping. I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, I I really want to check this out. I think it's going to be a great movie. Uh, I'd love to see the the what it's all about. Um, and yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, is, and I've, I haven't been excited for uh, uh, a DC movie for quite a while. Uh, I yeah, I've been so burnt by them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, anyways. Like I said, this is uh, a live video uh, right now. Uh, so if you are watching or, you know, if you are listening to this later on, you guys can join us uh, for this. Uh, and we do this every week right on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday o'clock. Yeah, we, we do this on Sunday o'clock. Uh, no, we, we do this every Sunday, except for next Sunday. Because uh, moving. I'm moving and I won't have internet. <laughs> Sadly, uh, we, yeah, we're going to be like, we got the, the internet guy coming in on, on Friday and then he has got to come back and I'm like, Oh, I just want, I want my internet. I don't care what you have to do. Just put it in my house. Uh, so but when you watch and listen to us live, we yes. love to hear from you. If you type in questions or comments, they pop up on Dan's screen and he can read them out loud, especially when we have awesome guests like Graham, who we're yes. going to start grilling with the most amazing questions. If you feel like you have a burning question that you need to ask that we're missing, type it in and we'll totally ask our wonderful guests um, who <laughs> are held hostage with us for this hour uh, and we'll gladly answer your questions as well. Yes. So tonight, like I said earlier, we do have Graham uh, from Almost Infinite joining us. Uh, and so I'm just going to start off by asking uh, Graham here, uh, what is Almost Infinite? Uh, well, it's it, it's my blog, uh, is the first answer to that question. Um, uh, the reason for the project is that I really I wanted a creative outlet. and. Uh, I thought, well, I have uh, some thoughts about games, uh, and you know, the, I was starting to work with that idea. Uh, and as as I sort of talked about in, in my first uh, post day, I just sort of tripped over this like obscure philosophy text that was just in my house that was sort of about um, games in the philosophical sense. Read it, I'm like, hey, that actually this is uh, kind of interesting. Uh, and uh, so uh, between uh, those two things, uh, you know, uh, philosophy, uh, the, the kind of games I like to, to play that we, you know, consider recreational games, uh, and then, uh, you know, sort of re relating some sort of, um, you know, things we don't really think of as games per se, but are in a philosophical sense. So uh, political, economic stuff that you can sort of recognize the characteristics of a game, even though it's not something we sit down and play. 
so, so sort of with those three things in mind, I uh, decided to that yeah, it's you know it, it, if I wanted to uh, be someone who uh, you know uh, gets ever gets paid to write uh, published stuff, like you know it's it's something that I can you know, do on my own terms. Uh, you know, show up every week. You know, show to myself and everyone else that I can show up. Um, so, like, you know, that, that, that's that's really how it started, uh, and then I've just been been going uh, um, every week since. Uh, I haven't uh, missed any weeks since I started. Uh, I decided to publish mostly at on Saturdays at noon. Um, I've been a couple hours late a couple times, but I haven't. <gasps> had, uh, oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's it, it's just uh, like I said, it, it is some. Uh, you know, something that that really you know didn't start with you know a super grand mission. It was more I want I want to start putting some ideas out there and you know stick to something. Um, so yeah, it's 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 been it's been good to um, you know I explore uh, different things. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, put something out there that I think is unique because that that was the other thing too. Is I you know I I, I see that, you know a lot of people you know just sharing their games about uh, opinions about games. Uh, and, you know, I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, amateur, you know, Kotaku or Waypoint or whatever. Um, you know, like I, I, I do want to, you know, put some ideas out there, not just this is good, this is bad, I like this, I don't like this kind of kind of review kind of stuff. So, like, let me, like, how long have you been doing this for then? Um, started in May 2015, so just over a year. And, and like, we like to ask everyone, sort of like the the origin, like why why did you want to do this kind of thing? Like why why did you say, hey, people need to hear what I have to say? Um, <laughs> uh, well, well, I th I think it comes uh, from the fact that uh, no one. An opinionated person, you know, I, I like to sit down and discuss ideas. Uh, you know, that's that's a thing I, I do with my friends, uh, you know, recreationally. So it's something, you know, hey, I could I could put something out there, uh, and yeah, it, if if people are, are are liking what I'm putting out there, then I can, you know, look at doing some bigger bigger projects uh, using that as my springboard. So, uh, and in feeling like you needed a creative outlet to sort of talk about the games and things that you're passionate about. I'm always interested, especially when somebody sort of chooses a specific platform like us on YouTube doing videos or podcasts or blogging or, you know, creating shorts or experimenting and trying to make games of their own, whatever sort of medium they choose, I always find it really interesting. Did you find that, you know, what drew you to blogging specifically over other mediums sort of that are so prevalent in in nerd and geek culture? Um, a few things. Uh, I mean, one of them is just uh, sort of where my skills are. I, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not as good a speaker as I'm a writer. Uh, that's, that's part of it. Uh, and uh, partly accessibility as well. Uh, you know, the fact that I, I did, you know, when, when I was setting up the blog, make sure that uh, it was uh, one of the, the WordPress themes that's, you know, uh, accessibility ready. Like, you know, I want it to, to be something where, yeah, it can be, you know, read on a phone, uh, you know, not, not, not something that someone has to really, like, sit down and... Uh, and slog you know. through. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah, and just I, I didn't have a lot of, um, you know, don't didn't have a lot of equipment on hand. It, it, it just seemed like the the, uh, the easiest way to uh, get into it. Uh, you know, wh wh why a blog versus a podcast, I guess. Um, have you found it's made it easier? You mentioned, you know, with your friends who are also gamers that you really like to have discussions with them and debate, you know, mechanics and mm -hmm. the more philosophical side of the story that you might be campaigning through. Have you found that the blog format helps facilitate that, that you find people leave comments or engage in discussion that, you know, even though we have like, uh, people can type in questions when they're watching mm. us live, that it's a little more easier to sort of facilitate mm. that sort of conversation discussion that you, that you like so much? 
Yeah, uh, well, I, I, don't, I don't get a lot of it on the website right now. I mean, I'd love it if, if people left more comments, but uh, uh, I, I think what what it really uh, helps with is when you is when you've got sort of uh, you know the the, the right amount uh, of uh, content for a blog post, uh, which I you know I'm usually around a thousand words plus or minus a couple hundred, but. Uh, but for something of that length, you know, it's not something that goes well on like a Facebook comment or a tweet or something like that. Um, so I, I think it is partly that uh, I can go into, you know, some some detail about what you know what what I've been thinking about without making it a giant wall of text that no one's going to read. Like it's it, it's easy to sort of keep it in uh, contained in a digestible uh, format and and still have the time to actually go into uh, what I want to say about it this week. Yeah. Like you, you use a lot of pictures and other things to kind of like get your point across. Mm -hmm. uh, is that something you, you consciously do? You you're like, I, I should have like some visuals as well uh, when I'm doing this mm -hmm. or is it just like something you've just put in there just because you, it just kind of goes with what you're saying. Uh, well, I, certainly try my best to make it relevant, not like, you know, here's a picture of someone rolling dice. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it is that I'm very conscious of, like, the visual design that, uh, you know, I, I just hate getting hit by walls of text on the internet. Yeah. Uh, and so it, and so the, the choice of, you know, visual theme, uh, the, uh, the, the choice of the pictures, uh, you know where they go. It it it, it is really about um, keeping the, the the flow of the text more um, you know, digestible. I, I you know that's the easiest way I can think of. Uh, uh, but yeah, it, it it is very much a conscious effort to break it up a little bit uh, to make it easier to to read. So now we always like to ask on the show. Um, you know, your blog being about all things gaming related. Mm -hmm. um, we love origin stories on the show. So how and when and where did gaming sort of become part of your life? Um, what got you interested in games, both board games, tabletop games, video games? What, you know, what sparked that interest for you? Mm -hmm. Um. I don't have a like a crazy unique origin story, uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it is the case that uh, you know, growing up, um, my dad was in IT before that was a huge thing. You know, in you know the the eighties, early nineties, uh, and so you know we we were the family all, that always had the computer at home before that was a thing, uh, and so it was you know, uh, you know s s seeing my dad get into Ultima Underworld or. Uh, you know, and things like that, and, and you know, just being sort of you know a thing, a thing in the house, uh, you know, fr from an, an early age, and, and when it wasn't very common. Um, I think I think uh, probably the uh, thing that inspired uh, inspired me the most was just you know uh, be, be, being be, being a, a tween age gamer and getting my hands on a copy of a game called Baldur's Gate. Um, and that, yeah, that that was uh, what uh, really grabbed me interested in in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, it, it would it would be several years before I actually found a group and sat down and played. Uh, but that was, you know, the experience of playing that game was uh, sort of what really got me into uh, games that involved more thinking than uh, you know Wolfenstein and Doom and you know stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, when you when you go through your blog, is there um, something that you you always seem to come back to? I I notice that you talk a lot uh, about Eve or D D and D. Mm. Um, is there is there other stuff that you like to come back to like quite a bit uh, throughout your blog? Um, sort of the the, the original themes uh, like the um, like the. Uh, the the, the uh, book that uh, sort of inspired me to start the blog, I, I do come back to sort of like the um, it's not really game theory like in like the like the 
mathematical sense, but but like you know the the game philosophy stuff uh, is is something that um, you know I I haven't you know I don't always like uh, talk about directly, but something that uh, you know hopefully I'll be able to come back to a little bit more. But yeah, yeah, definitely there there are some uh, you know so, some games that stand out as. Yeah, you know, the, the, these are things that I'm going to be writing about. So uh, whether that it, I, I say tabletop in general, just because uh, I don't want to exclude World of Darkness and you know, like the similar stuff. Um, so, so, so there is that, and uh, and Eve is fascinating. I could do an entire uh, thing just talking about that. Um, but yeah, it's uh, th- th- there are a few of those that. Uh, uh, I'd be revisiting uh, every once in a while, just just because I find them interesting. Uh, there's not a lot of design, you know, into that. So when you talk about, let's say, D and D, what are the, some of the themes or uh, some of the things like you tackle while while you're talking about that? Mm-hmm. Um, well, the 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 thing that makes D and D and similar games uh, so interesting to me is uh, that they don't um have the same sort of limits that other games do uh, and uh that's um you know re- really why i think um you know that's that that's the sort of game that can make you think that can make you feel you know that you know wh- where ideas matter like if you know, that's something that um you know m- makes it really interesting to me so so that's why i'm going to talk about it um, uh but like when you are actually talking about it in your blog, what kind of uh, themes do you you touch on? Like, do you are you talking to like GMs, or are you just generally just saying, "Hey, this is the experience I had uh, playing this." Um, I don't do a lot of like mechanical type stuff, uh, so I, I haven't uh, really got down into you know this is what I think of Fifth Ed and the way they roll dice. Like, that's not. Something that I've gotten into, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I I would say that yeah I I would be talking at you know both DMs and players you know re- really about the experience and um well and, and ideas like one of my favorite posts that uh, that I wrote was addressing um, uh, death and violence uh, how um, yeah it it. The, the the kind of twisted way that traditional D and D awards experience. Um, so you know, so 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 really having the discussion of, you know, re, you know, rather than just keeping on doing that, saying, hey, you know what, uh, you know, is is this the sort of game we want to play? You know, what uh, what could be done differently? I guess. That's awesome. Uh, so Those more philosophical questions that you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. And. Uh, and, and in general, I, I really want to talk more about, um, you know, the, the ideas, the philosophy, and the experience of playing the game much more so than, yeah, I think that this mechanic is bunk. Like, that's not really where I want to go with it. That's, that's awesome. Okay, so let me let me ask you then. When you play D&D, how, how, how do you like to play? Like, what kind of characters do you typically play? Uh, do you like to f- be one of those fighty type people, or are you more the, the kind of the talky kind of guy? Um, I do make an effort to uh, to change it up. Um, in you know, in, in terms of like those mechanical things. Um, so, uh, I, I because I, I I'm the sort of person who. When when I create a character, like it's not an avatar of myself. Like you know, I, there are some people in my regular group. You know, they're they're going to play essentially the same character in you know in any given setting, every any given game, and but you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's great. Uh, you know, uh, we like playing with them. But uh, you know, for me, I take a little bit of, of a different approach. Is that my characters are not me? They're, I mean, they're all me, like a little bit because they have to be. Uh, but like I, I conceive of them as like a fictional character, like I'm writing a story. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's that's why I try and do a, a variety of things. Uh, you know, whether you know whether that's sort of, you know, the uh, quiet, reserved person or the 
my best impression of Tony Stark in a fantasy setting. Like, um, <laughs> so it's uh, so 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 I try and try and change it up. You know, sort of based on you know what I've come up with as uh, you know the the as, as what the character is uh, that, that that I'm playing. Um, so that's that, that that's kind of the 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 way I um, approach those things. So that's. I, I don't play one uh, type of character every time. But now, in all of your years of playing, do you find that there are specific races or classes that you gravitate towards specifically to help sort of facilitate that more sort of expanded delving into deeper sort of philosophical approaches to mm -hmm. the game? Do you find that there are specific races or classes that sort of facilitate that type of gameplay a little better? Um, I wouldn't say that, you know, it, there is a really heavy influence on that. Um, you know, coming from, you know, my perspective, okay, you know, I'm going to, you know, I want to write about this later, you know, I'm going to choose something that's interesting. Um, I would, uh, like, as, as far as, you know, races and classes and stuff goes, like, I do tend, um, even in something like, um, you know, Dungeons and Dragons, where you've got this huge variety, and you know, especially if you're using supplements, you know, you've got you know, just like literally anything is a playable race. Um, you know, I'm not the sort of person who's going to like super specialize and you know be like a fire genocide or something like really crazy like that. I I have I do gravitate towards like human and human like um, races, like to uh, because, like, it, the the more relatable the character, um, you know, the 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 more I enjoy it. Like, you know, the, I, I try to make them not an avatar of myself, but a someone I can relate to. Mm. Um, so, uh, for for instance, in um, I was playing in a uh, beast campaign. That's uh, that's a variant on on World World of Darkness, uh, where. Uh, the characters uh, you know, each have sort of a human form and like this, like eldritch beast kind of form. And mine was—I uh, described it basically as Slenderman because I was more intrigued by you know a, a monster who wears a suit and tie than I was you know something with lots of fangs and tentacles. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and certainly when I'm DMing, my you know I might have uh, you know dragons you know in there some somehow do, doing their thing but if, if if I'm designing a villain my instinct my, my my what I gravitate to are like humans and elves with like nasty agendas I am far more intrigued by villains who are pretty and wear a nice suit rather than have lots of fangs and tentacles so 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 that's kind of both you know the villains I I come up with as as well as sort of my player characters I'm Know, tend not to be super different than whatever is sort of like an average person in that setting. So would you think of that then as sort of your your signature, for lack of a better term, your signature style, whether it's, you know, super deliberate or not, that you're looking for mm -hmm. those those ways to sort of subvert the, the usual typical approach to you know, what you would see coming at you in a game like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's always a subversion. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's definitely a stylistic choice. I do play uh, in a group with uh, uh, one of our guys, you know, has sort of the, the, the opposite uh, approach where, you know, if, ever, where if uh, you know, everyone else is like human elf, half elf, he's, he, he's going to be the guy who insists on being uh, you know, a half fire giant, half minotaur. <laughs> uh, as big and ugly and tentacled and fanged as it can get. And, and like, you know, vaguely, still vaguely a person, but like you have to use a loose uh, <laughs> definition of the term person sometimes. Um, but but, but it, it, is, it is more of a, a stylistic choice. You know, I um, don't, uh, you know, put... You know, I put a little bit of thought into it, but it, yeah, it's more of a stylistic choice than like a, a philosophical choice, I guess. Nice. Awesome. 
And uh, I have also uh, played a number of games where um, the uh, storyteller or DM uh, has tried changing it, changing it up a bit and handing us characters to play. And that's that's a lot of fun too. Where where you, where I don't get to come up with you know all all the everything you know the you know the race the the abilities uh, the, the the backstory. So, sometimes I've had that handed to me, and you know it's interesting to to play along in those as well. I'm I play Star Wars D and D with Dan uh, and a number of our our friends, and uh, I'm currently playing a character that Dan um, built for me that I'm in love with. So mm. I sometimes it is kind of nice. So you get the build, and, and even when someone's put together the backstory and the character, as soon as you get your hands on it, there's, you, you always find opportunities to sort of make it your own, even when someone mm -hmm. else has handed it to you. And I, I have really loved finding that balance between, you know, the choices that Dan made in building it and finding ways to, you know, in Incorporate gameplay, it as, as yourself. Yeah, finding ways to make it my own. So thanks, Dan, for, for building me such an <laughs> awesome character. I love her. Uh, I, I've done that for uh, many of our, our players in our, in our group. I always like, see, for me, that's a big challenge. I'm like, okay, so this person's coming in and and trying to think about how this person is and and seeing, okay, how is, how, like, trying to just try to hit that, that, that sweet spot with every one of the characters. Like, I, I think he's going to really want to fight a lot or he's going to really want to do this kind of thing um, and trying to make uh, a character uh, accordingly for, for everybody. It's sometimes a, a neat and hard and, and sometimes a, a painstaking uh, thing to do. Uh, but sometimes it's, it's pretty worth it when when people go, oh, this is awesome and this is so much fun. Well, I feel like you're you're really good at it. You built some great characters for a bunch of the people that we play with, and I feel like a lot of that is also informed. I enjoy very much um, your GMing style, and I feel like you also take that into account, knowing sort of all the machinations that are happening behind the curtain. You can look at our team as a whole and say, oh, well, we're missing somebody who sort of slots into, you know, we're, we're missing somebody who fills this, this gap in the team, yeah. or we're missing somebody who fills that gap in the team. Um, and you balance really well sort of the people coming to play at the table versus the campaign that we're on. So, yeah. So uh, just before we, we sort of end this, uh, this conversation, I, I really want to ask you, uh, like, when what other like you said you 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 play Eve a lot right? Um, what what kind of like other video games or other games do you uh, you tend to play uh, a bit more than others maybe? Other um, than D and D. Yeah. Uh, well, I, 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 well, say, saying one plays Eve a lot is a very relative term. Uh, some people make a full-time job of that. I, I, I am super casual compared to like anyone who takes that game seriously. Uh, but uh, I mean, other, you know, other than my regular standbys, you know, I'm uh, also a bit of a Civ addict. Uh, anyone who plays Civ knows, uh, you know, what, you know, that that game can eat your free time. Like, you know, it becomes like, oh, I have video game time. Yeah, just one more turn. Game. I'll be okay. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At three o'clock um, in the morning, you're like, "Oh my goodness, what I do?" Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and more re more recently, um, I, I've been getting into uh, you know, so, so some of the, like the smaller like indie stuff uh, that I you know that I found on Steam that you know people have recommended to me by word of mouth or you know I've I've read about it online. Um, uh, so uh, just I mean, uh, over the past year, uh, you know, uh, Undertale was. A fantastic discovery. Anyone who hasn't done that, please, please do. Um, but uh, you know, so like some some of those uh, like walking simulator type things, you know, have been kind of interesting. Um, so yeah, and uh, and and then over Christmas, I've picked up a huge backlog of like uh, you know, so again, more of those like small indie games that are kind of kind of neat. Uh, you know, uh, Transistor, uh, Paper Trees, like you know, that have you know, I, I've heard are really cool, uh, but I haven't gotten onto a lot of them yet. Um, 
Papers, Please is one of those ones where I'm like, oh, I really should have tried that one. I I still want to go back and try it. I yeah. think that's that sounds like a fun game. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I got a I got a pile of stuff uh, in, in my backlog because yeah, there's there there's just some so much out there now. Like it, you know, trying to you know st- stay on top of what's new is a full time job by itself. So so I, and, and that's why I take the approach I do to to you know blogging about stuff I find interesting is I can go back through the through the back catalog and go. Oh, I, I haven't written anything about uh, Psychonauts, uh, and that was really cool. If, you know, I can pick that up now. I don't have to, you know, worry about staying current. Uh, you know, when, when I'm not trying to, you know, be, you know, news when I'm, tr- you know, when I'm just going through and writing about stuff that I find interesting. Awesome. And I always like to ask our fellow nerds on the show because I'm always looking to hear what other people like to sort of add to my mm-hmm. own list of things to check out. Um, what is it that you are playing now or have played recently or is there anything sort of in the last little bit that you've played or tried um, that's really like <laughs> knocked your socks off or made you, oh yeah, like it got that you, that's gotten you excited? Yeah, like what can you recommend to everybody out there that's maybe watching or listening to this? Like, you should try this thing. This is pretty awesome. And you may not know about it. Uh, I don't have uh, a lot of super secret uh, things uh, things like that. Um, I, uh, I, I I sort of already mentioned, I mean, the, the last time I, like, had my mind completely blown by a game was, like, a year ago, uh, and, and and that was when I found Undertale. Like that was, uh, yeah. Uh, it's it, it it is one of those things where um, I I feel like almost everyone has has at least heard of it. But uh, you know, as far as you know, games that 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 have blown me away, like that's like you know, that's uh, the number one uh, recommendation. I would say it. Um, another one that was kind of fun was it's called uh, Moire. That's M O I R A I, uh, and uh, it uh, you can get it through Steam. I think you can download it without that either. Uh, also, I guess as the word for that. Um, but it's um, it's kind of it's kind of a neat game. Another like it's it's very very retro graphics. Um, but it's it's another one of those games where you should like. Not look up the walkthroughs or or anything that people are saying about it. Go play it, then look up the stuff. <laughs> um, now it's it, it's really not a game. Um, it's very pixel arty and a very weird looking. Yeah, uh, and uh, and it's not a game that you're going to spend a lot of time doing. Um, if you like dawdle and look at everything, you might spend twenty minutes playing it, maybe. <laughs> Um, so, it, so it, it, it's really more of an idea in game form than it is like a game that you are going to play and revisit. But but but, but it's kind of neat. Uh, and, and it's and, free. And, and it's free. There there is also that. Yeah, it is free on on Steam. If you go on Steam, mm-hmm. you can go get it for free. It's a it's an interesting looking game. I can tell you that right now. It looks kind of like Farm Farm Simulator or whatever that one. Remember. Uh, that farm game that we used to play on Facebook, hmm. except for now it's just a little bit lower, and you can look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and like I said, there is there there is a bunch of stuff in uh, in my um, queue that I just haven't gotten to yet. Uh, uh, things like Firewatch, uh, I, I heard was a pretty cool experience, but but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. So awesome! Um, All right, so where can people find you, sort of like on the web or whatever? Right. Uh, well, primarily uh, www.almostinfinite.ca. That's where the blog lives. Um, I have uh, a Twitter and Facebook page linked to there. Um, if uh, if people want to look that up as a way to as a way to follow it, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that, that's where I do all all, all, all the gaming project stuff uh, w- would be on the web uh, on the blog. Awesome. Well, uh, we're going to switch gears here for just a moment. As we talk a little bit about uh, the the upcoming events in the city of Edmonton, uh, so first off on the list we have a cosplay life drawing event. Uh, now this is being held 
at Happy Harbor Comics on June 10th, which is uh, a day I cannot do anything on. <laughs> moving. Uh, so this is uh, happening at Happy Harbor. Uh, it is going to be on from 1.30 till 9. Uh, tickets are available at happyharborcomics.com. Uh, and yes, it, it's basically, I, th- I think there's two uh, two sessions that are happening. So uh, it's basically, it, it's a good way to, if you're into like drawing and you want a nice live model to, to draw, uh, there will be one there. Uh, so go check this out. It Presumably is, in some cosplay for yes. you to practice. Drawing. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, this is—it's a good way to to get, uh, and not only that, it's a good way to meet a lot of people who are in uh, a the industry in the area, or you know, trying to break into it and and really get those connections kind of going. So yeah, it's a it's a great event. Go check it out. Uh, this is at Happy Harbor Comics uh, cosplay life drawing event on June tenth. Uh, you can go on our 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 website northernernetwork.com and you can find all the information there underneath the upcoming events tab uh next up on the list i would like to mention that the edmonton is having its pride parade on june Yay! 10th as well uh yeah and so technically we're into june now so it's happy pride month everybody yes uh and so yes uh, the edmonton pride parade is on june 10th uh just Look up Pride Parade. You'll find so much uh, information on that. I it's such know. an amazing celebration. If you've never gone to the Edmonton yeah. Pride Parade, you should go. It's such a wonderful day. Yep. Uh, so that's that. And then we got, we're moving along. We got the Edmonton Collector Con on Sunday, June 11th. My goodness. Uh, June 10th. <laughs> full June weekend. It's a full weekend of, of awesome stuff uh, that I cannot attend any of it. It's so sad. Uh, I really want to go to the, well, mo- moving, the con. moving is the most fun thing in the world, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> so oh, yeah. it, a, it, it does not like completely interrupt your life. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. and, and not <laughs> just moving, moving with two small children. Yes. For which, the win. Which is okay. So here's what, here's our plan. Uh, just to pause everything. Cause that's what we do. Uh, we're, we're shipping the kids off. They are going with grandma, grandma and Poppy. Uh, they are going camping. Go camping. Have fun. Because uh, they, they're getting older. Uh, they can't move a whole lot, but they really want to help out. And so we're like, you can help out by having our children for the weekend. That's um, Have fun. That's brilliant parenting in action right there. That right there. So now when they come home, they're coming home to the new home. To the brand new house. Yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun for them once once they get back. Uh, camping and then a new house. And a new bunk bed. Woo! Yeah. Uh, so we got, uh, like I said earlier, uh, the Edmonton Collector Con. This is happening at the Italian Cultural Center. Uh, and this is happening on June 11th from 10 o'clock to 4. Uh, admission is $5. Kids under 12 are free. Uh, please bring a food bank donation. Uh, support the food bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there'll be a, a place to drop that food off there. And if you are looking for any of those like awesome, cool collectibles, this is the place to get it. Trust me. Yep. Uh, all right, moving along. Uh, Game Master Support Group, Mystery Theater. Uh, this is happening at Variant Edition on June fifteenth, Thursday, from six o'clock to seven thirty. Uh, and this is basically a, a game master support group here in Edmonton. So if you are a GM of any game, like either Star Wars RPG or D and D or Pathfinder, whatever you want to want to say, uh, this is the place to go. Like if you really want to get uh, to get together with some other GMs and talk about just stuff. Uh, that's pertaining to uh, how to Ways make your to game better. Ways to improve your campaign building, all that good stuff. Yes, this is the place to go. Uh, check it out. Uh, Thursday, June 15th at Variant Edition. Uh, and one final one I'd like to mention, and it's, this is a little bit further down the list 
are are down the down the ways. Uh, this is in August, and this is Fragapalooza. Mm-hmm. This is going on for four days of gaming, uh, and the reason why I like to say this one uh, is because I mean, a they are a nice proud par- uh, uh, partner of the Northern Nerd Network, uh, so they are part of our network, uh, and not only that, their their gaming event is second to none. I mean, if you want an awesome gaming weekend. Uh, where people are all coming together to, from all over the place, uh, and and converging on on one location. This is it. Uh, this is happening in the Duke Recreation Center, uh, and it is a four day nonstop video gaming extravaganza. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I know a lot of people like camp out in the area and uh or in the in the building I, I like i don't know all the details about all that kind of stuff but go check it out uh tickets are on sale uh go to fragapalooza.com or again to our website northernnetwork.com and you'll find underneath the upcoming events tab uh in dan August. puts all the good stuff there go yeah. check it out go check it out all right that is it uh Graham, thank you so much for for coming on the show tonight. Like this is awesome. You were great, and I I, I know uh, I've been saying we should have you on the show for like forever. <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much for coming and chatting. Oh, my, with my, us and... my my pleasure. Uh... Yes, I'm so I'm so glad you were finally able to make it. I'm I'm so I'm I'm so glad we actually had some time to actually have yeah. you to come on. We always, I mean, I say this a lot on this show. Um, but it always bears repeating. Um, we wouldn't exist without awesome people in the community like you. Uh, and so anytime we have a guest on the show, it's always so awesome, um, you know, meeting people who are, and I use this word a lot, but so passionate about the things that they find so interesting and, you know, the stuff that really gets them going. And so we love having having people like you on to, to talk about that and, and share that with all of our listeners and viewers. And, you know, it really helps grow the community in Edmonton of just amazing nerdy people that are out there. So yeah, thank you so much for being here. Yes. Awesome. Thanks for having me. It's, it's, it's been great. And uh, yeah, we always, you know, I mean, you're always writing and, and finding new stuff to put on your blog. And we always say, um, you know, we love to have checkbacks in. So, you know, hopefully sometime again in the near future, we will be able to have you on again to chat more about what you've been up to. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I, I love I love to talk about this, uh, the stuff that I find interesting. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's I, I appreciate uh, getting the time and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it helps, uh, you know, people discover the, the, the blog that I might not have otherwise heard of it. So. I, I appreciate that too. So awesome. awesome. So go and check out almostinfinite.com, uh, correct? Dot, uh, yeah. dot .ca. .ca. Sorry. Because I'm Canadian. Yeah. Canada. Yeah. Right. All right, so almostinfinite.ca. So go yeah. check that out. Uh thank you again for coming on to the show. Uh that is it. That is all. I want to thank everybody out there for watching or listening and I'll see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Bye. Come on, Dan. Outro dance.
All right. We want to thank everyone who listens to this show and ask everyone if you can share it with your friends on social media. The Northern Nerd Net, the Northern Nerdcast is produced by myself along with Chelsea Thompson and Trina Schessel. And that's all the time we have. And I want to thank everyone for listening and watching this edition of the Nerdcast. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Bye-bye. <laughs>